Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, Radio Hotman. For those who don't know, Radio Hotman, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the little, uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotman. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Doing the countdown? Three, two, one. G'day, viewers, and welcome to episode 80 of Radio Hotlap. That zany, lighthearted. Are we zany? We are. (laughs) Idiotic podcast. (laughs) Irregular. (laughs) Yeah. Unreliable. Yep. And all all of the above. And um, yeah. We're a podcast about motorsport. Lighthearted barbecues. (laughs) (laughs) A lighthearted look at the world of motorsport and tech. Emerging technologies. And current technologies. And, and new ca- things and happening in technology. And there's a few new things happening. And old happening. things happening in barbecues. And, um, yeah, no, nothing ready for barbecues. Just uh, plenty of motorsport, though. You lost the pen. I have. Well, you had the pen even a second ago. You <laughs> really haven't even started. Well, thanks for coming along tonight, JP, on this almost a little bit of a wintry it night is. here in uh, in South Australia at the... Uh, uh, RH uh, HQ, where it's been hailing yeah, a moment yeah, ago. As it was, it definitely. I mean, viewers, here we are in uh, sunny Adelaide, where we had uh, record temperatures and broke the heatwave record for 15 days straight over 35 degrees or whatever it was, and um, it's turned around with a vengeance. This morning we had uh, gale force winds, 135 kilometre an hour gusts. There's been trees down all over the place, and uh, it's been pouring with rain. And so they, and then we just had some hail, which is really interesting. But and, there you go. And a tree fell on the, the Audi R8. Is that right? Yes, that's uh, obviously. Uh, and it was a Porsche too. I saw it on the Porsche. news had a had a uh, branch of a tree across it. So uh, there you go, big news, big news. Rusty um, sausages here on her um, uh, now. She's been uh, given a new a, nest, a new nest in in the uh, in the lounging area or the radio show area. And Rusty sausage, how are you? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots Had some chicken, chicken legs just then, and uh, yeah, legs or wings? Uh, necks, necks. No neck, far out. What are you having to drink this afternoon, JP? I've got myself a Cooper's Lager, Johnny. You do indeed. In the Cooper's Stubby Holder, no less. Now, recently we had a bit of a, a taste challenge. We did. For you, uh, on the light side of things, yep. thinking, uh, did you prefer the Cooper's Premium Light? Or the, what was it, Bose or Cascade Light? Cascade Light from uh, Sunny Tasmania. You like them both, but what was the difference in the flavours? The Coopers is slightly more bitter, I think. Um, If I could sort of describe it that way, I would suggest that the the Cascade's a little bit more smooth and creamy, let's say. But, I mean, being a light beer, both of them, neither of them are really what you'd class as creamy in any way, shape or form. But... uh, there you go. A bit uh, slightly less insipid would probably be a better way of putting it. But they were both very good. And um, light beers, viewers, you have to have them icy cold. The minute they start to get a, the, they the, get, they the slightest bit they get a little warm, bit of like, 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 like foam on hopeless. the beach, isn't it? Bloody horrible. So there you go. Anyway. <laughs> Which means it's the but only it's, way to, to mask that slightly lower. It's just what you have to do when you're driving. So there you go. You've got to be a responsible citizen. So... 
So, Johnny, it's been a big couple of weeks. We didn't do a show last week. Things have been happening in your life. There's they have been up. happening in my life, and uh, yeah. and I'll, I'll tell you about that uh, well, after I down I've the last neglected glass. to ask you what you're drinking. Well, I mean, I'm having, I was just about to say, I'm having the last glass of uh, a uh, Parade Cellars Organic Shiraz Clean Skin 04, 12 bucks. I think it's actually a very nice drop. Pity there's none left for you, because it was left over it from, is. from the other day. But I'll be moving on. You mean there's wine left over from the other day? Yes. This doesn't there's, sound there's like there's the radio. There's a half a dozen bottles of Chris uh, Hackett down in the cupboard there, because Chris rang me the other day and asked me if I wanted to buy a case of uh, 03 Cab Serve for 150 And you bucks. had one bottle, but you couldn't hack it. That's right. He doesn't like uh, Simon either. <laughs> and we're not talking internet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A priest O5 Shiraz that has been very uh, kindly brought along by... um, uh, Must be me. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, priest from the uh, Clare Valley. Very, very pleasant indeed, Mitchelton. Um, Always been a good drop. Just saw it in the bottle shop today. And they've sort of relaunched the whole priest label. It's still very, very similar to the way it used to be. But, of course, like everything else, it's it's gone self-adhesive now, which is probably one hell of a lot cheaper as far as bottling goes. Uh, and cleaning and recycling and um, yeah so we'll just try that out in a little while anyway back to the big couple of weeks first of all viewers congratulations are in order thank you oh, big smile Hardy's a dad I am yes Miss uh, Briz Vegas is that's right she's uh, spat pop, the, uh, it out. the 7.5 pound baby girl out at 10 past 12 on Sunday morning uh, and tell the viewers the name Madison Rose there you go very nice indeed so now you Hardy. can Hardy <laughs> Madison Rose Hardy yeah. okay sounds fair very good so congratulations Johnny thank you very much that's excellent news so and I saw some photos earlier on viewers and she's a gorgeous little thing of course Luckily, she looks like she's escaped without uh, Hardy's nose. So. And uh, news travels fast because uh, the next thing I find is it's on, on dailysportscar.com all around the world. <laughs> is like that congratulating right? me, um, which, uh, <laughs> which is obviously, I suppose, some positive news, which um, uh, comes in the face of tragic news in uh, the UK, in the UK a couple yeah, of mornings absolutely. ago where... Um, a couple of uh, well, let, very I'll, well. I'll known lay the people. story. I'll yeah. lay the story out uh, because I actually heard it on the uh, the early morning news bulletin on Monday a, a, morning. As I did too. And uh, did you? Oh well, the early well, so morning. So it was actually covered reasonably well here then, because I didn't realise. I didn't actually hear it on later bulletins, and I thought it might not have got covered here at all. But either way, but, it's uh, just a tragic news. It was that, uh, a Cessna uh, citation uh, business jet, which is a jet that's worth about half a million pounds. Uh, heavily, sorry, five. Yeah, half a mil. Um, no, more than that. It must be five mil. Anyway. I don't know. Anyway, lots of money. Favoured uh, very heavily by uh, American lawyer types and whatnot. And um, took off from Biggin Hill and uh, didn't get very far before it crashed into a house. Luckily, the owners of the house were away on holidays. But uh, five, six people, I think, in total uh, killed. But two were two of the people on board were David Leslie and Richard Lloyd. Now, yeah, now David you, Leslie is very, very well known in the world of British Touring Car yes. Championships and, and really at the height of the sport was a, a winner there and had gone on to do a significant amount of uh, sports car racing. Well, Richard, Richard Lloyd was Richard Lloyd. very big on organising Le Mans. Um, Apex Motorsport. Yep. Absolutely, and was uh, the brains behind the integration um, to provide uh, Bentley's 2003 outright winning yes. uh, um, car, David Brabham in the second car coming 
second also a third person who was their new uh, data engineer uh, from Apex Motorsport was uh, also tragically uh, lost his life in that yes. in that accident. It's just a, a terrible, a so terrible our loss. condolences to all of those people, friends, associates, and families. And I notice uh, also if you uh, check the overseas newspapers out or online newspapers, I, I should say, uh, Damon Hill, who's the um, current head of the British Racing Drivers Association, um, came out almost instantly. Um, with a, a very nice uh, sort of coverage about what, what great guys they were and uh, all the good they'd done for the sport, uh, which I thought was, uh, you know, was, was, was very good and very, uh, very rapid uh, turnaround of... of uh, the most comprehensive uh, um, uh, information and, and tributes you will find on dailysportscard.com. Um, that Sounds year, um, And again, it's a great website, costs £35 for the year. But you know what? That that's less than a hundred dollars, and it's extremely well spent money. And it's multiple stories every day, right? All about sports car racing right around the world. So, anyway, well, there you go. Well, just one little aside, just to get a laugh out of sadness. There's always a laugh at the end of the tunnel somewhere. And apparently, the couple that owned the uh, the house that the jet crashed into were overseas. He was on a golfing trip in Spain or somewhere like that, and she was seeing a daughter in some other country. Um, she rushed back uh, to see the house and uh, and made a bit of a fuss about how devastated it was, but he decided that he wouldn't come back until he'd finished his golfing holiday. So there you go. Couldn't do much about the house. Exactly right. Well, golf's got to take precedent, you know. Terribly sad news. They'll be uh, sorely missed. Absolutely. All right. Well, so there's been so much going on it really yes. it, it, it's, where do we start i think we need to go back a week perhaps just uh, even a, a little bit if there's yep. um, some some interesting well things okay there. well i mean uh, all right well so if we go back to last week i guess you could uh, you could look at uh, things like um uh, the war well i think it was described as a war anyway in one of the mags um between um craig gore and Derek walker yes, yes absolutely on the uh, the yep. uh, the the, you know, the cut and run uh, gig yep. that's uh, gone on there. Well, that was quite interesting it's too that they, they're uh, both claiming that the other one owed them bucket loads of money and, uh, you know, all the usual stuff. But, uh, yeah, so uh, it'll be interesting to see how that all pans out now because it looks like it's pretty well set that uh, then they're not going to suddenly get friendly again and uh, do a, uh, you know, a gentleman's handshake and I'll give you this much and you do this and da-da-da-da-da. It looks like it'll end up going to court. So it could all get very messy. Um, so yeah, that was one of the big bits of news from from back then. Um, what else happened? Oh, and then of course, then if you go uh, to uh, the logical conclusion from that, and you look at KV uh, Racing, um, they topped the test at uh, at Sebring uh, in the IndyCar test. Uh, Servia and Will Power both uh, were the top two testers. I don't know whether there's been any further testing done this week, but I know last week that was the, that was a gig. So, so that's pretty good stuff. Well, there's a couple of uh, significant issues that have gone on and rocked the Australian motorsport world, um, and that is, <laughs> I suppose, and the financial world yeah. uh, in, in Australia and probably overseas is the collapse of Opus Prime stockbroking, which are the key supporters of Marcus Sakanovic for Formula 3 Championship, uh, Barton Moore in Carrera Cup. And, and HDTV. Uh, and uh, HDTV. HDTV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, the Blu-rays failed. It's got an injection of cash. <laughs> <laughs> at the last minute. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, important to, important to, <laughs> to note that uh, Marcus was really the first major brand uh, 
uh, of um, of to be involved with uh, Opus Prime, and um, it's interesting because I honestly I'm, I'm, I'm I really don't get any pleasure out of being right about something messing up so bad. But I think you'll recall that way before Christmas, I went. There's something not right here. Yeah, it was just it was all too it much, was too, too much, too quick, too and fast, in too many categories. And so, walking all yes. walking roughshod over we did, people. We did have this discussion. We'll do everything. Viewers, we'll do everything uh, about you know. We'll, we'll take over yep. all the PR from here. And unfortunately, yep. so Ross Marcus mm. and I are very good friends and uh, and communicate regularly. Uh, it was decided by Opus Prime that they would take over all his branding yes. and website, and of course, I just immediately signed over all the, all the domain names and whatever because you know it's about Marcus, it's not about you know. And yep. Of course, here we are. Like, I don't think they. It appears that they haven't done the wrong thing by either him or Rick Kelly. And no, I, I, mean, I can't comment for Formula to, Three. To get back to HS, HSV TV, <laughs> HSV dealer team. Um, you could be on something there, JB, and you standard. Yeah, <laughs> HSV dealer team standard. Um, yeah, I mean, apparently, according to uh, team owner uh, John Kelly, um, he said that uh, they paid a fair portion of their million dollar or rumoured million dollar sponsorship up front, and uh, they'll continue to uh, to run the Opus Prime logo and uh, signage for uh, quite a few races to come until probably about mid-season. Oh, Gesundheit. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's yes, quite um, right. So they really did spread their, their wings uh, pretty far, but, yeah, it appears uh, that that'll all, all be, be good. The, the, the downside, I suppose, and that's, it's, it's good to hear that they have honoured their commitments um, up front, and it's not like everybody got promised and no-one got paid. The downside is, of course, you know, the, the investors that are going to lose their money. But also that um, from it really does signal that there are some serious problems in the market and in the money um, world. Absolutely, and like it was great. Because, Opus Prime was was cool because it came from outside traditional revenue, revenue sources, sources for, for yep um, motorsport, and for it to go bang, people are going, "Well, geez, like this is not a good sign." Well, it's not a good sign on the back of the financial disaster that uh, became uh, what was the Queensland mob that. Dick WPS. Johnson. Yep. Well, oh, no, not no, WPS. No. Um, the Dick Johnson thing last year. Oh, West, um, West, uh, West, yeah, West, uh, West Point. West Point, yep. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like... So, uh, you know, you start looking at that, and it's interesting that... Uh, it's clear, though, that the banks are really all in the shit big time with this stuff. And, like, you will never get to the bottom of it because they'll cover their backsides. Oh, like Max Mosley would. Mm. Um, so... Oh, we'll get there later. Yeah. Uh, in fact, you're I don't never going to get his backside at all. You're never going to get to the bottom of it. And the, like there was, I was watching on television like a couple of days ago, analysing bank behaviour. Yep. How can you do that? Can you? And they went, oh, we we never. It's not in our interest to lend money to people who can't afford it. But the problem is that the individuals that are signing off on the deal are getting a kickback on the deal sign off and they yes. don't they're not they're not there for the period they're not so like they're not salary they're not salaried employees yep. that just get uh, you know that just simply work hard yep. for the company they go oh let's sign this guy up we well, don't worry about it because I won't be here. <laughs> and really that's that's what that's what the the, the, the problem is so Yep, there's plenty of problems in, in that area. But, but it's, uh, it's a little bit of a wake-up call. People need to be, you know, you just need to 
by make you know, put due diligence there and and if it looks too good to be true it invariably is and in the case of Opus Prime they might have just got caught with the market going soft in the US being yep. uh, tied to subprime markets and but I'm uh, sure that they've heard a lot of call. a lot of mum and dad investors and all those sorts of people again you know those, those they're always the ones that seem to go so. Yeah, not not too much you can do about that. But I mean, that's it. You know, if you're in that business and you've got big uh, big stakes like like Chris Murphy, the Sydney-based uh, high-flying illegal uh, eagle, mm. uh, who's uh, reputed uh, reputed to have lost like over a hundred million dollars on paper. You know, yep. what, you know, you can't spend the hundred million anyway because it's only on paper. True. So, but you know, what goes down comes back up, and everything's a cycle. So. Oh yeah, I mean, it's like stock market crashes, blah blah blah. Stock brokers are going to do the same thing. Anyway, um, we'll wish um, Marcus all the best because he actually just tested Rick's car, and I spoke to him the other day about testing that uh, at uh, at Eastern Creek, and I said, "Well, what was the car like? You know, compared to to your car, which Mm. is also a hand-me-down from the Toll Workshop, the uh, 06 Tander car." He goes, really, there's not a lot of difference and because they're doing, they've got the engine deal and the performance is yep. there. It was just simply a case of the corner speed right. was increased. Now, when they took that car, they provided the car to Rick, they took a lot of the, all of the, the rear end technology away. Um, yep. Once you earn the trust there with, uh, with, with those guys, they return some stuff to you that you're not a plonker and you're going to do the bad thing for a brand. A bit, a bit like you know, Honda would crush their Formula One engines because they couldn't bear to be seen running yep. in a sub- uh, a, a, substandard, a substandard yeah. uh, 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 scenario. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So he's um, had a, had a chance to sample Rick's current championship car. Yes, that's yep. one there. The, the that's uh, it. And said, look, um, it didn't feel feel a lot different. It just simply had the corner speed was good. Fantastic. So. It's uh, worth noting. Well, noting that. Uh, that uh, Mick uh, Zakanovic, Marcus's yep, father, that. is an yep. old uh, a speedboat champion, um, along with John Kelly. So they go back a long oh, way. Oh right, okay. So That's hence, the... there has always been the in yep. there, and there's the uh, you know I think they've just done the right thing. Yep. I think the Kellys are Fantastic. from Mildura are quite uh, solidly backed yep. and are astute enough to be able to um, weather the storm. But um, no problem getting new sponsors, and I'm sure that you will see that that car. Uh, with the bills having already been paid for half the season, we'll probably continue to run with the logo on yeah, the well, car. Yeah, apparently that's what, the, that's what I reckon. So uh, John Kelly reckons it's going to run for a, quite a few races yet. Well, I think the commitment's yeah. there, and, and why not? Absolutely. Of course, that will be confusing to many people yep. out there watching live motorsport that don't have much understanding of it to see, here's a car running around with Opus Prime on it, yep. yet all these people are owed millions of dollars. Well, this is the thing. I mean, and the other thing too is, like, okay, like John Kelly's come out and said, all right, well, you know, they paid us a significant amount of our two of our one million, but apparently the rest of their sponsorship deals were rumoured to be worth about another two million, and if you take like Formula Three, bloody bloody blah, Carrera Cup, um, IndyCar series, because uh, Conquest Racing, I think, were backed by them in IndyCar. Um, you start to think, well, all right, someone's going to end up suffering, and who hadn't been paid, or who had only been paid a small portion. So, well, I guess that the wash up from that will, uh, you know, come out fairly soon. Uh, moving right along. Well, the other, I think we need to go to the other big story. Oh, do you think the other big story I'll of the week? Let you tackle this one because it's. Well, I get oh, a. Uh, I'll get out of here. Yeah, so it's, it's your part of the world. My neck of the W in yeah, London, right. in bloody Chelsea, which used to be one of my stamping grounds. 
I certainly never went to that place. I'll give you the big tip. So, uh, yeah, well, there you go, viewers. If you haven't already heard, the most powerful man in motorsport, the FIA president, Max Mosley, is embroiled in great controversy over what I love, I love auto fiction's um, headline. F1 sex scandal, Max Mosley's sprung in racy romp. Been brought to his knees. Yeah, and, and probably quite enjoyed that. And um, yeah, they reckon that uh, he'd uh, paid, I think it was two and a half grand, or was it five grand? I can't remember. Two and a half thousand pounds, I believe. For the privilege um, of having his name spread all over the internet. Five, uh, five... What's he done, mate? To tell the viewers? Five nubile... Well, I don't know if they're Tell nubile, the viewers not, what the allegations are. It's, a bit are. Of the, it's alleged that he was in, involved in a, a sadomasochistic sex romp. Uh, with with a women. Nazi flavour. With a very Nazi flavour. And apparently he played two parts. He played sort of the part of the, um, of the aggressor and the part of the meek and mild um, uh, camp... Um, person who was being bossed around by the girls so uh yeah it's and all... interestingly uh from from what i've what i've learned is that his background is that his father, father was a Oswald, nazi supporter and, and, and a good friend was, of adolf when was married that uh, that adolf hitler was actually present at the wedding yes well geez that's that's fairly interesting stuff now it's been the video has been pulled off youtube and also off news of the world and it seems to be like all across the internet yet you know any of the the the, the search engines have have, have, have grabbed it because the uh-huh. tags have been there but there's not much content and when you think about it you, you, you someone might have been, well, maybe been you set him set up, up. Yeah. yeah that's right I mean you because know. okay he was sprung by the news of the world newspaper and for those viewers of, of you who aren't um, into uh, the British tabloid press the news of the world has long been uh, a newspaper that's big on sex scandals and uh, the sleazy side of life, shall we say? Um, now, can we get that for them? Here? For their, I think it, I think it's air uh, flown out the, at least the Sunday edition because News of the World is a Sunday paper, um, so I think it is flown out. You can get it at airports, some airports. Um, but um, for them to have got this supposed footage and, and followed him to this knock shop where he uh, handed over his hard-earned... Or he his didn't make, so it wasn't far from home, though, was it? Um, no, it was in Chelsea. Um, it must have been a quiet day of litigation somebody in the must have, world that morning. Somebody must have tipped them off to do the following job. No, they wouldn't have. Oh, I reckon they might have. And, you know, looking at the goings-on in Formula One last year, last season... You'd have to wonder whether he was set up or not. But there we go. Yes, I think that uh, definitely uh, bears uh, thinking. Anyway, there's plenty more to be coming out of this. Um, and, I'm sure uh, it won't interesting go interesting how the FIO distanced themselves. Yes, they distanced themselves almost instantly and said that it's a matter between uh, Max and the newspaper and uh, it's got nothing to do with them. Well, I'm sorry, but uh, I think the pressure that will be brought to bear will make it their problem. Yes. Moving overseas, uh, well, uh, this weekend is the opening round of the Le Mans series. Uh, The first round at Barcelona uh, this weekend, followed later by Monza this month, then going on to Spa, Nürburgring, finishing up in, in Silverstone. Villager in Silverstone. Yep. Um, Alan Simonson, who's yes. been very busy, and we'll give a bit of a report on him in a moment. 
overseas, uh, has um, is teaming up with Lars Eric Nielsen, who he raced last year with Auto Lando Sport, coming third in the GT2 category at the Le Mans 24 Hour. Also teaming up with them will be uh, 2005-2006 Super Cup Porsche Super Cup a champion Richard Westbrook and JP, Man, you know that. He is indeed, and Richard Westbrook uh, is uh, been very, very successful in the uh, the Premier Support category uh, to Formula One events. They don't run the Super Cup in our part of the world. They no, run Career Cup That's for, right. for, for, for all in intents. Uh, it's the, it's the same. Well, our, our uh, aren't some of our Carrera Cup cars actually cast-offs from that series? Uh, anyway? I'm not sure about the fine details. They are they're, they're GT3s. They're not allowed to be RSRs. I don't know. Mm. There's all these tiny little intricacy differences. But, um, yeah, so this weekend at Barcelona at the Circuit de Catalunya, uh, that uh, trio will be a very strong um, uh, pairing. Because I can't uh, be appearing because there's three of them. What a trio! <laughs> the Lars won't do a lot of driving. <laughs> Who knows? That trio will be a very strong trio, viewers. So no, they will. They will and indeed. So that's, I'm uh, sure that, that's and I wish them well. That's and great for Alan. Um, of course, uh, earlier in the week, doing uh, uh, some uh, some GT testing at Nagaro. Uh, some silence there was held um, on Monday morning um, for David Leslie and Richard yes. Lloyd. And um, yes, it's been a very, very busy time for the boy after this weekend, uh, last weekend, doing a charity event with um, the Danish um, upper class. Oh, really? Uh, at a, a motor show um, and spent quite a, a significant amount of time on the weekend with the Prince and Mary and some Is that photos. Right? Yes, photos yeah. coming through. And uh, Johnny, why weren't you over there in Schmorbrod? Talking about um, photos coming through and stuff like that. Um, Lars Eric's got a nice new website. Lars Eric does have a nice new website at uh, LarsEricNielsen.com. That's L-A-R-E-R-I-K-N-I-E-L-S-E-N.com. Yeah, some tosser put it together. Yeah, very good job, Johnny. I like the uh, I like all the photos. Just keep scrolling through. Well, it's it's a bit. You know, because they're paired. Yep. Alan and Lars are paired together in Danish. Effectively, the website is a reverse colour version of Alan's. The framework is identical to Alan's, but I've actually upgraded further on what Alan's site has been. So right. it's it's just basically a, a colour swap. It's a white background versus a black background. Yep. And um, But it works well. I think it works particularly since they're, they're joined well together. And it's sort of, yep. uh, I thought to myself, well, why not do it after the what we did in 2003 with the JML team panels and the G-Force uh, yes, panels yeah, concert where we had yep. the IRL and the Le Mans racing at the same time, which reminds me, had a lovely call this afternoon from International Paulie, yep. who's uh, uh, not winging his way around the world as much as he was. No, he's not, as, uh, well, but he's staying in Europe. He's still winging around Europe. But putting a, a huge amount of effort in on the Super, uh, League. Super League formula, which will be launched later in uh, the, the second half of the year, August. And I'm sure it will be a very, very uh, a good experience. I reckon um, it's going to be huge. And, and, and he's done a great job to be able to um, you know, really knuckle down there for eight, 18 months of work mm. and, and really enjoy putting the media and stuff together. So that's, uh, that's, that's great and really good. Thanks, Paulie, for the call. Uh, appreciate uh, that yeah. very much. That's always good to uh, talk to Paulie. Now, also this weekend, um, the Forest Rally over in Perth kicks off uh, 
the ARC um, season. Um, not a lot, not a big field. It doesn't appear to be a big field anyway. Um, but still, it's uh, all the usual suspects, I guess, are uh, are in there. Evans and uh, um, all the... Uh, who am I thinking of, Johnny? Help me out here. Neil Bates, there you go. Um, Batesy. Batesy, yeah, all, all, all the usual suspects. Bates, Evans, da-da-da-da-da. Um, it's... I don't know. I think I really think that this year could be a bit of a make or break for the uh, Australian Rally Championship. Uh, the popularity doesn't seem to be there like it was two or three years ago. Well, I don't well know you notice that just in the last few days, Honda has said that they're coming in and they're going to run selected rounds with yeah, their... Yeah, but only uh, selected rounds. Right, 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 it's yeah, a new manufacturer. They could put the partial, toe in the water. Yep, they, I think they're going to run uh, Rally of Canberra and Rally of Melbourne, they've said at the moment. I don't mind that. Um, I reckon it's Civic a Type R. Apparently, yeah, having read the reviews of the actual road-going version... Um, it's the classic Honda, rev it to death or it doesn't go anywhere. And scenario. falls in potholes? Uh, yeah, it does a bit of that too. But uh, What's but the Ergo it's, like? It's a, it's a huge looking car. I mean, it looks great. There's no doubt about that. So uh, mm, we'll see. It's quite, uh, yeah, I think the, the one to buy is the second hand one. I think they're going <laughs> to dump a lot of cash as soon as you drive them off the block. I mean, mm. I'm due for a new car. I really am. Well, here we are. We've got the Adelaide Motor Show. Just started tonight, in fact, viewers. Well, Johnny and I will probably rock along there tomorrow night. And well, have we're going to go tonight, but it hailed. We, it did hail. We were actually thinking of going along tonight, viewers, and sitting ourselves, finding a nice, friendly car dealer, and sitting in the middle of their stand and doing the show from there and annoying lots of people. But um, It would have been actually a good idea hailed. if the weather had been nice. Yes, it would have, but uh, there you go. So anyway, we've ended up at... Uh, we can go tomorrow night. We can do another show tomorrow night. We can do a little mini but, show tomorrow yeah, night. we might do a mini show from the motor show tomorrow. We'll just walk around with the iPod and annoy people. Is that a deal? So we'll do yeah. it tomorrow night. Okay, so okay. we'll do that yeah. tomorrow night. Okay. 81. Wonderful. <laughs> now, while we're going to the motor show, we're going to see the new Nissan GTR. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, then why didn't you say so? And the GTR's already won its debut race in Japan. It has. That's right. In the GT500 yeah. class. Exactly. That's right. So they're away already. Richard uh, started Lyons, second on the third grid. Or fourth there. Yep. And uh, off they went. Thirty-two thousand spectators, apparently. And, uh, yeah, so uh, GTR's already kicking ass, and there's a lot more to go um, before that. But the unfortunate thing from our perspective, the road-going model will not go on sale here until 2009. They're just basically not producing enough of them, and we're not a big enough market, usual Well, you story. think about it, like, you know, it's, just, it's already significantly... 2009 is not that far away. There's already a company in Melbourne called Kamikaze Motorsport who are grey importing them. So if you need one, there's six coming in, viewers. Yeah, what's the money on it? Uh, I believe it's 160 plus on roads. So don't Australian because you won't be able to fix it. Um, and like the, the regular price when it comes in from Nissan will be around the 150 mark. So you're, you're paying a 10, 10 grand premium. Do you know, it, uh, it's funny because it, uh, it just made me think that 2009 would be 10 years since I bought the WRX STI. It would be. And I waited it for a year. Yeah. And I feel like it's time for a new reward. A new bub. My first child arrived in the world. Things are going good. You're here for dinner. Well, you need a Roast problem, pork. <laughs> As well. <Joke> viewers. <laughs> yep. I thought, well, what about a new Japanese toy? Uh, and? What about one of those? But, you know, when you start to look at 150, you go, well, hell, do I want an M3? 
And mm. if you go, well, for not much more, I might as well have an Audi R8. Mm. And you start to get into like that, well, do I really want this car mm. for the money? And, you know, how much faster can I really drive the thing around than Which like a, a $65,000 65, Evo 10? Mm. You know? Yep. You know? Mm. And I might as well have a bit. I, I think I think at my age, in my late teens, I, I want a bit of wood. <laughs> a bit of wood? I want some wood interior. But can we want leather too? Leather and wood. Leather and wood. Ooh. Yes, and, and, and cigar holders. Oh, you need a Jaguar then. <laughs> Dog, do you want to go out? Yeah, uh, oh, dear. You're going out here? Come on. Cigar holders. Well, wow, dogs are out. Oh, dear. I don't know. I don't know about the cigar holders. Mate, uh, something else is uh, going to have to move off to tech for a minute, but um, I've been predicting this for quite a while, actually. Oh, I've been predicting it. Predicting it for about five years, probably yeah. even more, is the fact that I, I felt that, that software tools were eventually going to become web applications. Yes, you've said that uh, many, for a long many years, time. And yeah. I know, like, they all go, all I want is a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And, like, I don't want to buy the whole Photoshop suite. And I just yeah. want to do a bit of a retouch with this or do some mm-hmm. colour correcting. Well, hello, last week, Adobe has launched Photoshop Express, a free yes. Online web editor, which is effectively Photoshop engine that allows people to be able to manipulate and upload photos uh, into galleries uh, to compete probably against Picasso and Flickr um, with uh, the the ease of Photoshop. Yep. There you go, and that just shows you. Obviously, it's more targeted, I think, at the American market where the broadband network is far more mature than yes. here. I mean, don't get me... Well, we don't have another spare out. But, I mean, we'll go on... Joke of that. But then, you know, the logical thing, then, is obviously the roll-on effect and the software on demand, then. And that will definitely become a preeminent means of delivery over the next five years. Without a doubt. I mean, I had a client today... Um, wanted a specific database to do a specific job... Um, the database has been written in FileMaker Pro, um, but the developers basically had the whole lot sitting up on their website. They sold him the tailor-made software that runs on FileMaker, but they also, as a developer of FileMaker, sold him the FileMaker software for both the server and for his client apps. And he's just basically, I left him tonight downloading the whole lot and we're going to install it all tomorrow. And that's already software on demand, if you like. So uh, it's like that's just going to get stronger and stronger. I think so, absolutely. Um, and whilst we're continuing on tech, um, JP, I have to say that uh, thank you very much. Your your company, um, uh, Max Center Norwood, last week uh, delivered the first, the very first um, Apple yes. Penrhyn-based uh, uh, MacBook Pro. Uh, which I uh, chose to upgrade just about as, as high end as you could possibly it do. Certainly with, uh, was the maximum four gig of RAM and downgraded the drive size from two fifty to two hundred, but up up the rotational speed to seventy two hundred. OLED back display backlit display. Um, high res, really uh, really bounce. good. Yes, a really a full HD res screen for well under five thousand dollars. An absolute uh, absolute bargain. Oh, yeah. well, with, with all sorts of other things and warranties and this and that, wasn't it? Was yeah, 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 yeah. But No, but a lovely, lovely unit. And uh, uh, Adobe Photoshop CS3 moved on to it, running Leopard 10.5.2. The um, Microsoft uh, Mail and just whoosh, everything just transitioned really, really well. Good. And, uh, yeah, so I can say that there's an absolutely positive experience. 
Um, and whilst I'm still working on the older laptop, um, it's um, and haven't moved fully over to it. It's uh, it's it's a good experience, and uh, I suggest people should rush out and buy one if they well, can get there their you go. hands What a great wrap that was! No, really good, mate. Well, and we're starting to get decent stocks now. Happy Excuse to spend me, money. two viewers. So um, if you do, if you are thinking of a new Mac laptop, I'm not saying come to us, but yeah, just, you are. Why well, else? Where else would you go to? Well, of course, you, if you're in Adelaide, you'd, you'd come to us. Maccentrenorwood.com.au. If you're if you're in the state or overseas, um, you we know, can better your price. No, we can't. Yeah, they're can. flowing quite well, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, rush out and line your local dealer's pocket. Now, but while we things, Apple. But mind you, the one I, you, you do need to explain to the viewers that that was a build-to-order unit yes. with extra RAM and, and mm. a special hard drive and everything like that, and you got a choice of higher, low-res screens. Well, low, everything's high, but higher. Higher, higher. Gloss yeah. or no gloss, I wouldn't want yep. the gloss. I haven't seen a gloss. I'd be interested to see when you. Gloss is lovely. I like my next one's going to be a gloss. I don't Definitely. think. I, I think for you it would be for me for, for yep. doing Photoshop work and, yep, and working in various light conditions. I don't want the glare. Now the glare, the glare's a factor in one in one direction, but in the other direction, the richness of colour that you get with the gloss that you cannot get with a flat screen, um, it's just nice. It just it just makes things look nicer and crisper. But I thought that I would uh, it would be important to have a uh, non-glossy unit simply because of the ambient light conditions that I'm using, and also yes. it downgrades the uh, the output. Um, you know, the, the visual experience a little bit just, just so you can s sort of have a slight connection with PC users and their <laughs> shitty displays. <laughs> can you say that? Oh, don't talk about displays, Delia. Oh, Del. Ooh, I'm here to Delia. I'm here to Delia. I don't want you glossing over this. All right, where's my 30-inch screen? Uh, Take the money and run. Oh, like it is Viewers. people from uh, mm. with uh, have advice on Tamron sauce. <laughs> Not well, that I don't mind tamarind. Yeah, well, tamarind. Oh, very nice. 10.5.3 is turned up, but we'll it talk has. about that after you tell us about this new update. Well, this isn't an update. This is basically that the Bank of America is predicting that the 3G iPhone will be a reality by the US summer. So um, they reckon that uh, because of the developer conference, the World Apple Worldwide Developer Conference, which is scheduled for June the 9th to the 13th in San Francisco, there's going to be an initial small build of 3G iPhones, which will be ready for the developer conference. Uh, and they're going to build them in May. And then they reckon that come September, they're going to be cranking them out. Um, they reckon 8 million of them will be produced in the latter half of this year. Uh, obviously already for uh, Christmas and everything else and on that basis uh, by the time the Yanks have got theirs and Europe's got theirs because we can actually use 3G out here we may eventually get the damn things here in about March next year but don't hold your breath viewers well uh, considering global warming one would even have to question whether there would be a US summer <laughs> because these days, is summer winter or winter summer? Well, this is the good question. I mean, it's another topic, another website, another podcast. Definitely another podcast. Meteorology Daily. <laughs> Interesting stuff. Well, we're not responsible. Just like the trajectory estimation. Does that mean we're irresponsible? Totally. Yeah, that's well, right. We just won't own up to our faults. No. We don't have any. Well, exactly. But to own up would to. We? It was like NASA's job, trajectory estimation analyst. I was aiming for Saturn. I had Neptune. 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's an estimation analyst. <laughs> You're an idiot. I am. But there you go. That's all right. British GT uh, opening round uh, a couple of weeks ago at Ulton Park in Frosty. Alton. Ulton. Ulton. Ulton Park. Where is Ulton Park? I haven't actually Alton been there. Ulton Park is... It, it looks very describe. cold. It is. It's cold and windy. Very, very windy. Um, and it's not significantly up north, but it's not significantly uh, down south either. Well, it was significantly windy enough to create a, a massive havoc there in the opening race when uh, two uh, accidents in the uh, in the event, which Alan Simonson was uh, was uh, yes, racing in, in was. The, with Christians in Motorsport, Hector Lester's yep. uh, new, uh, brand new Ferrari 430 GT3. Uh, there was a massive uh, crash with... A Gallardo going off the track. There wasn't a Gallardo, was it? Yes, there was a Gallardo going off the track early in the session and oh, uh, right. and then yeah, putting yeah, yeah. out and, and sort of rolled herself down the back straight, someone having tipped it, but only to be upstaged by, <laughs> uh, by Hunter, Hunter Abbott in the uh, the GT4 yes. uh, G450 Ginetta yep. that uh, burst into flames at the end um, and, and uh, he walked away from it. It's a It's amazing how he walked away from it. And if you go to uh, crash.net, um, you can actually look at a series of still photographs taken uh, of the smash. Um, the guy, apparently the way the track layout there is, is there, is there's like an embankment off the, to the side of the, of the bend that he was coming around, and he actually went off and up and over the embankment and then barrel rolled God knows how many times, uh, with the car sort of self-destructing all the way through the barrel rolls and finally catching fire. But uh, pretty scary stuff. There's a couple of marshals legging it. Um, Crashed up. Yeah, yeah, yep, that's fine. Autosport.com, that's fine. But the best you'll get will be at dailysportscar.com. £35. They must Nothing be paying for Hardy. Hardy must be getting the on holidays this week with Fiona Miller running the show. Yes, Fiona Miller, who was, uh, well, panels days before um, uh, Paulie and then uh, was working for um, uh, uh, Creation. Uh, in the LMP project, the LMP project, whatever. Anyway, Fiona's running the show. Good off, Fiona. Good job there. Dropping that little hint in there. She must have talked to Paulie she to get the hint about the me having yeah, the bumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure she would have too. There you go. Where well, is the bumps? The like bumps is not here. The bumps is around. In hospital. Hospital. Hiding. Hiding bumps. <laughs> You're an idiot. I am. So, um... I hear, I hear that... Uh, I can smell pork roast coming on. Yes, I can smell a pork roast coming on too. Smelling very good. Oh, gee, I've been in there for an hour. Surely. 42 minutes in, mate. There we go. Well, so uh, they reckon that... Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that mob that uh, Craig Lowndes races for, Triple Eight, have rebuilt uh, car number 12A. After the uh, Clipsal debacle, twelve eight because they're superstitious and don't no, like calling right. chassis didn't want to call thirteen. It 13. And so, so uh, they want to go for twelve eight before they go to fourteen. That's right. You got it. Twelve, twelve eight, fourteen. And uh, so apparently, twelve eight has been extensively rebuilt after the big uh, Clipsal shunt. And it's got it's a rotary in it now. It's going to be all ready for. They won't call it the next one. It'll be thirteen B. So Hamilton in New Zealand. Now, what do you reckon about this? Hamilton in New Zealand. Do you reckon that's well, going to be good bad? Well, I didn't know. Would they let him out of his contract? Oh, shut up. Not that Hamilton, you wonk plonker. What, the circuit? Name's Lewis? Lewis. 
I'd have been Lewis on the first call. Viewers, <laughs> just see what I have to put up with. <laughs> but he thinks he's funny, so it's okay. That's right. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> Want a job? Cams are looking for you. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, cams are looking, yeah. Viewers, cams are going through a resurgence. I reckon that it's a, uh, there's, a, there's a big broom there having a sweep out right at this moment. And, uh, in fact, I think the sweep out's already happened. And uh, now it's realignment time. There you go. That's my tip. That's right. Okay. Um, Your turn. Oh, Oregano and pork. Now, you've come up with this idea tonight, and we've decided that we're going to do it. What's your tip and reason? What's your reasoning? Because I would have gone with time, JP, but tonight, a crispy pork roast, or pork loin. Yes. Why the oregano? I just, I'm just a big fan of oregano. It's just got a very nice flavour. The, the, the time's all a bit too... I don't know. Uh, you got to feel like you rushed out the door with it. No, we haven't run out of time. Not yet. It's um, too harsh a flavour? Yeah, it's a bit too astringent or something. And, and oregano is just that little bit smoother and softer. It, it, and it is a softer, yeah. uh, where that was very stemmy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Woody. You're right. This, uh, the, well, that's the other thing too, yeah, the, the woodiness of it. So, uh, no, it should be a good, I reckon, good roast I'm, I'm tipping. And interestingly, I had a, uh, had a chat the other day with a, a client of mine, and we were talking Webers, and he said he'd done a super deluxe Weber on the weekend. He'd whipped down to the local butcher, and he got two boned legs of lamb, which I thought was pretty clever. And inside, he put, inside of them, he'd filled up with um, pine nuts. Uh, what else did he say he put in there? Uh, pine nuts, some herbs and spices and things, and a couple other bits and pieces of which I cannot honestly remember, but it sounded absolutely delicious. And then he'd actually sewn them back up. like So they basically, where they'd boned them and they were cut down through the middle, he put all this stuff in and then sewn them back up. And uh, apparently uh, one of the uh, guests at his barbecue was, was actually a surgeon. And, uh, and he, took, he took her over to the Weber and uh, raised the lid and just to show her his handiwork and uh, how well he'd sewn the legs up. So there you go. Spoke to Bryce Washington this afternoon where he's been at Winton testing the Carrera Cup, the Adrad Carrera Cup car, um, for his uh, ongoing assault on the third round of the... Uh, 2008 Australian Carrera Cup Championship after he had the massive off at the Australian Grand Prix after yes. coming together with David Russell. Massive damage, actually broke the rear mountings on the seat. And he came over to the office a couple of days ago and uh, had a bit of a chat about things. And yeah, had been actually feeling a bit sorry and, and sad for himself. Um, and, and like, it, I think good. probably down the track, he, he had hurt, he hurt himself a little bit. Right. Um, obviously, an expensive shunt. But um, no, the car is all good, and as of this afternoon, just going to be doing some rotor and brake pad matching to try to get the brake efficiency oh. uh, back back online. Our dogs has found something dogs out there. Dogs is definitely out there in the uh, in the hail and the rain and the wind viewers, but uh, chasing some poor bird. That is only one of the supports that uh, we'll see the uh, second round and the only round I think for the year that the Fujitsu V8 Supercar Series. Uh, runs away from the main game. And also, the last time V8 Supercars will be at uh, the Wakefield Park mm. track. A great track in terms of viewing, because everyone can see it, but probably yeah. the facilities not bagging it, just... Uh, Past the juice by day. Four to five days in Goulburn is not really my yeah. idea of a, of a place, <laughs> place to stay. Um, so that's... Uh, 
that, that, that'll be very interesting and Marcus will be running a, a car with um, a completely black artwork I think mm-hmm. just a big hot lap sticker <laughs> you hope <laughs> well they reckon we're going to get our own NASDAQ oh really? yeah we're going to have an Australian NASDAQ so how about that? Now, what does NASDAQ stand for? Because it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the, the acronym for the technology yeah, uh, sector. Dow or something. Because it's part of the Dow Index in the, in the States. In the States, all the technology companies yeah. like Adobe but and Apple and Microsoft. Over here, it's going to be called Aptex. Right. So there you go. Aptex. And it stands for the Asia-Pacific Technology Exchange. Uh, they're going to they're expecting uh, 20 companies to be listed when it opens and it should open any, late any this names year. No, of course um, I'm not sure to be honest no no names but there you go so just a little bit of tech news there for those of you those viewers who are shareholders if you've got any shares in tech companies they'll probably be moving from the stock exchange across to the Aptex uh, late this year. Absolutely. Um, what else? Uh, Chris Atkinson, three podiums in four WRC rounds. Yeah, I mean, fantastic. They, it is, and uh, it, I reckon he's he's just about he's due for the uh, the the win. Um, the last race in Argentina, he came second, and uh, I think that you know you're going to see. Well, obviously, the Subaru is really on the money this year as we go into a, uh, a full-on uh, a deal with... Um, uh, what's his name? Who is he? I've forgotten. Marcus Akanovic profile this week in Auto Fiction on page 28. There you go. There's a few home truths there for you. But, uh, nah. <laughs> Good old Marcus. He'll be fine. Now, JP's run off, dropped me in the shit. Uh, nothing to say as usual, but uh, other than to say, look, I, having used my iPhone, my pirated, well, not pirated, but uh, iPhone that's been brought into the country by a third-party supplier, I'd have to say, do not buy one unless you buy it through the Apple channel and or, or, or the Apple store, and it is supported by a local Telstra, Telco cohort, um, Supply. Telstra because Telco. because simply when I'm on the phone, if someone rings me, I can't tell if anyone rang me. It's just it's a, it's appalling how bad it is. Also, what is appalling, I would have to say, is the support that I have received from the people I have bought it from, who initially appeared to be very very good, selling it to me, and they did definitely did the right thing. But we but they said, oh, we can fix it. Send it back. It is now six months later, and I still haven't got the phones back. The guy's always overseas. He's got the money. Not yeah. happy, I won't say any more, but next week if we don't get the phones back, we'll be revealing him. <laughs> and he's not an Australian. Uh, well, and he lives in Australia, though. Speaking of. I think. Speaking he? of which. Who are speaking we speaking of? of? Well, there we go. Well, I think that's just about it. Well, no, 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 no. That's, oh, not, you got that's not quite it, actually, because... Oh, um, I'm done for me. I'm done. We've got a, a, local, a bit of local news here for the oh, uh, South yes. Australian viewers. Yes. For all of you South Australian viewers, but, um, very soon there will be... October? September? Yes, I think it's October. Uh, where are we? Da, 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 da. Yeah, October. Um, we're going to have a reenactment of the Australian Grand Prix. 
1939 Australian Grand Prix, which was held up at Lobethal in the Adelaide Hills, a uh, place where, uh, if you're a South Australian viewer, you'll know he's very famous for the uh, the Christmas light show that they put and on And the up Rocking there. Horse. And the big rocking horse is up Birdwood on its on the way there on the and run. And one of the core towns on day one of Classic, Classic Adelaide. Classic Adelaide. And that, I was going to touch on the Classic Adelaide connection. Uh, it's one of those places. In fact, when we did podcast number about 3BZ... When we were driving down the road. When we were yeah, driving yeah, yeah. down. That was where we were driving down through uh, Lobethal, Birdwood and, uh, and along those roads. Anyway, um, they're going to uh, reenact um, the 39 uh, Grand Prix. And there's going to be a big carnival. And the interesting thing from our point of view is that the organiser uh, is a Mr Tony Parkinson. Now, Parco is well known to those South Parco. Australians in uh, local, Typical the local scene. Parco. Parco's been around forever. He's actually used to run an advertising agency. He's a very, very nice bloke. And that's how I initially met him. I didn't know anything about his involvement in motorsport. I met him through the ad agency that he ran. And he used to be on the judging committee of the... Um, Country Press Association Awards. Anyway, I saw him, funnily enough, when we were waiting for you guys to rock up uh, at Classic Adelaide um, in Macclesfield. And uh, there I was with all my bloody uh, press gear on. I'm a, was it pink or purple, that stupid uh, tabard? Anyway. Tabard. Uh, so I had a <laughs> chat with Parco there. And Parco, I actually touched on him about two or three shows ago and we never actually got back to it but he runs Penny's Hill Winery in fact he's part owner of Penny's Black Hill Winery Black Label with a red dot that's the one just go turn left at the Slopian Inn and you'll Mr. find Mr Riggs uh, they've got about three, the gaffer. three brands that's right the Gaffer the Gaffer Shiraz and the uh, Mr. Riggs and uh, Penny's Hill, um, So, which, which incidentally, Penny's Hill uh, recently won the Best Restaurant in a Winery uh, New award. sponsor coming up. And uh, so I'm going to get hold of Parco and I'll see if we can't get him on the show to tell us all about this. Uh, Absolutely. And uh, he'll be bringing back 92-year-old Alan Tomlinson. Tomlinson. Yep. Tomlinson. Uh, Tomlinson. Who was the original winner of the first race. Who is now known as Alan Tomlinson E. <laughs> well, oh, Thomas and O. Tom O. Tommy. <laughs> John. You know what I mean? You can't do motorsport He's without an Hardy's clutching at straws again, viewers. It's the new. It's the it bub. is. It's the bub. Must be. Yeah. Bub yeah. and the dogs. Dogs are yeah. out. Dogs are in. I mean, okay. So anyway, so we're looking forward to that. So I'm going to try and get hold of Parco and see if we can't get him on because he's got some great motor racing stories. He sponsors. He's he's got a fairly extensive garage and he also sponsors a couple of cars in historic uh, touring car racing. And what you can also offer him as a little bit of a sweetener is that uh, the uh, the the lovely studio that I'm involved with in the centre of uh, of Adelaide, uh, Adelaide's most. Blink Productions. No, Blink previously Blink, but now Evolve Images, or rather, it's oh, been renamed. It's been renamed Silverback Studio. Silverback, uh, and um, it is the only studio in the centre of Adelaide where you can drive a race car directly into a site and have a photo shoot. And uh, Simon, uh, who is uh, owns the studio, wants to be doing race cars. Uh, yep. uh, interesting cars, not not race cars, but like you know yep. things so that, that are really classic. So I think that this is a perfect opportunity I think for is. you to be able to offer that and uh, talk to to um, Parko Parko about yep. Tommy O <laughs> coming and bringing the old MG star uh, yep. in for a bit and of a shooty, <laughs> right? <laughs> With Simo, Simo and Hardy. And Hardy. 
bloody and yeah, the dogs. Okay. <laughs> and don't forget the dogs. Idiot. Right, I think that's about it now. Oh no, I've actually got something. Oh, you've, so. you've pulled uh, another one out your bum, have you? Yeah, I beg your pardon. Well, you can't say that. Yeah, I can. I just did. Apparently, things aren't going very good at Microsoft with their Vista upgrades and service packs. In fact, oh. a leaked memo, which has been around a long time now, yes. internally from executives mm. saying this is a piece of shit. <laughs> and and it leaked out. Now, normally, viewers, if it, we said that, we'd get an explicit tag. No, we wouldn't. Because but because we, this is an Apple podcast and it's going up on the iTunes store, calling Microsoft shite will be fine. And, and we, 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 we've said fuck before. <laughs> no. No, but, no, but that's as, as, no, we're, we're using it as a descriptor. We're, no, we're, we're was, using it yeah. as an adjective. Right. As such, so we're not actually being okay. using it fine. as exclusives. Okay. Carry on. What were you saying anyway? That simply, they were... Um, just they, they fell down with their new uh, Vista Service Pack 1. It seemed to be that the majority of people that installed it, their machines went slower. And they went, well, you didn't read the fine print. The fine print means if you have a USB drive of this manufacturer or you have a hard drive external on firewatches of this manufacturer or you're using this backup software or this 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 Obviously, it's not going to work. Solve it first and then install yourself. But we're available on the phone if of you course. need us that's right for a fee because with, with tamarind sauce <laughs> tamarind sauce <laughs> idiot they <laughs> are in serious so trouble have you someone said the other day max backwards as a max it's scam backwards it is Ooh, I never knew anything about that didn't you know that, that scam backwards Michael Schumacher's been riding bikes lately and doing quite well for himself, but he said he's not going to be doing anything. I'd hate anything to happen to him. I really would. I'd hate to think that a world champion have done as much as it, and he suddenly goes a little bit of a bike race here and a bike race there. You know, the weirdest things happen in motorsport, so let's hope nothing goes. Now, somewhere recently, you've just jogged my memory, I think, I believe, that there's actually a DVD that's just come out, or a biography, or something about Schumacher. A jogging DVD. Yeah, no, not a jogging DVD. Jog my it's memory. Two thirty in the morning. Anyway. It's the Ab Special. Oh, <laughs> Michael Ab God's Special. Sake. The Tag Hewitt Watch Bundle. <laughs> yeah, counterfeit Tag Hewitt Watch. At two thirty in the morning. Well, come on. Oh dear me. So, there we go. I don't know about that. I, I think they were running out of now. ideas. They are. I think we've touched on all the three G iPhones coming very shortly. Like Apple has placed an order for ten million. 3G iPhone uh, well, just fr- pieces. covered that earlier, weren't you? Yeah. Well, maybe they cut in. And it like was 11 million. 11 million. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. Pork roast. Pork roast indeed. See you indeed. later. Oh, actually, just no, one more. Last, last little thing. Just jogged my memory. And when I was talking about Damon Hill earlier on, I was actually going to again refer to Crash.net. And there's a nice little video there. DamonSportsCar.com. Of Damon yeah. Hill. <laughs> on crash.net there's a nice little video of Damon Hill as the president of the British Racing Drivers Club BRDC uh, in an interview and he's talking about the differences among other things uh, he's talking about bringing uh, young up and coming drivers through the ranks but he's also talking about the differences between Formula 1 today and the likes of Lewis Hamilton and the days when he was racing interesting stuff viewers there you go now I'm done you are. And so's the roast. Dailysportscar.com. <laughs> 35 pounds, but worth it. Shouts out. See you later, Good night, viewers. viewers. Good night.
else's nipple. No, we can show the name.